All right. So yeah, I'm thinking like Instagram and YouTube are kind of the the best thing to go with with videos and like social media. YouTube's trying to do some shit now with posts, but uh, I don't even know how to do it. It's kind of weird to use. And Instagram doesn't give you any sort of online version, but their app is a hundred percent the best. But like, yeah. What do you think about Twitter though, Todd? Like we were thinking Twitter, about Twitter and I, Facebook and that. I think they both <laughs> What do you think? <laughs> oh, for sure. Definitely. <laughs> I don't know. Facebook is kind of okay, but I've Twitter fucking is horrible. Every time I sign out of that shit, you, you go on and then it seems like they just like want you to read like every single fucking tweet that's happened since I closed my phone. Like yeah. and yeah. there's like a billion. And it's oh, like yeah. I don't have time to read all this shit yeah like, i don't who, need to see my and, uncle like <clears throat> donald trump's tweet and yeah my best and, friend from high school uh is a hillary clinton supporter still even though she's not running in this election <laughs> and i understand everyone else on twitter seems to just always be commenting on everything on every yeah. tweet it's like what the fuck is it? i swear to god people just pick like one person and they're just like i'm gonna comment on every tweet that they make ever I'm going to say negative shit. It's like... <laughs> yeah, the only thing I can argue with is the comedy. The Twitter comedy. Like, where I, I can't even depict what's negative and what's not. Like, is this negative or sarcastic or trolling? <laughs> like, well, that, that's, <laughs> that's the nuances, I guess, of Twitter that maybe I'm too old for. But I did join it way back. Like, 2011 or some shit. Yeah, no, I've been, I just mean I've like, been on Twitter. It's good for news and sports. I, and I don't even mean like negative in like a. I don't even mean like good and negative in like a good or a bad way. Like, like I don't know. I don't. I don't have a feeling about like how people are approaching it. I just mean like yeah. they disagree with someone, so they like find the person that represents that, and they are gonna comment on every single tweet that they make to get everyone to know that they disagree with that person's opinion like it's just like like that's just their goal because there's no other way for you to respond to all their tweets unless you just like sit there and you pick that person that you're like that's the person i'm gonna fucking try and get there you know what i mean true so yeah that's that's <laughs> true there's like a troll machine but it's like it's, it's just you like you should everybody... follow people you don't like if you yeah. want to have a good retweetable account or get good retweets and replies hey <laughs> Yeah, I guess if that, I guess if that's what you, yeah, if that's what you're going for. Otherwise, you're happy, looking at, I, I, I would follow shit you like. Otherwise, your search <laughs> history is gonna be Donnie Boy, like you're chirping Donald yeah. Trump all day or whatever it is. But yeah, I, I like Twitter for a quick laugh and catching up on some sports quickly. But yeah, there's so much nonsense and it's that personal people yeah. put and it's just everything in between. Com the commentary, the social commentary, isn't. I don't need that Discord. I left Facebook for yeah. a reason. It wasn't because of all the photos. It was definitely, or the character limit. It was definitely <laughs> because it was too much for the social commentary. Yeah. On Instagram, you have to click a few buttons to see that dumb commentary, and you can just keep scrolling like, ooh, cool photo. But yeah. Yeah. I like Instagram. Instagram's my favorite. I'm not sure why. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just like a picture. And you just, that's it. It's picture. It's, exactly. I don't need words. Yeah, because I just don't want people complaining. You know what I hate on Instagram? When people put a picture and it's full of fucking words. 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, wrong platform. Yeah. yeah, this is not the typing platform. This is the picture you put. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> learn how to use Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. it's okay to have like a couple words. Like, yeah, you there's know, there's also a lot of space below to put words if that's what you're. Yeah, like. don't don't put a fucking paragraph and like don't try to word, make me read don't it. word up the picture. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think. uh Instagram's explore page is pretty sick. And the fact it's so oh, big, yeah. the fact it's so basic is dope. Like Facebook is too much going on. It's like AOL. <laughs> like yeah. Did you ever use AOL browser? <laughs> or no, AOL I'm not fucking 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, not yet. No, either. I used it. I'm not I either. A couple times. Uh, yeah, I remember using it at my grandma's. grandma's. Yeah. Yeah. My like grandma's house, and exactly. it was like just so slow. Anything I tried to do, like, was just. But it had the control of AOL. Yeah. <laughs> it was like the cloud, like OG the cloud. You'd go on, and it had like AOL Instant Messenger there, and like the news up here, and like do to do here, and a website here, and your email in a yeah. different tab like so it was like a platform for all this stuff to load up in uh but yeah then web browsers really took over internet explorer kind of dominated that market and there's a big history of that corporation stuff but for sure but yeah now we got to today where there's like one social media that's bought up everyone except twitter facebook and yeah <laughs> it's hard it's hard not to enjoy twitter uh, but a lot of people ruin it. <laughs> yeah, but you got. I, I don't know that competition. I'm just not a. I I I I just think I'm not a, like a social media type person. I guess. True. Yeah. Instagram I'm, I'm, is like I'm, okay, but it's just like some people they are drawn to it, and that's like Twitter's like their thing. But my problem is, is people don't respect the art form, like of social media. Yes. Like you're posting a photo. Like this is photo like it, it makes for bad photography. Like or if you're posting a graphic, you're like it makes for bad graphic design. It on average. Like I'm not saying and then you're posting yeah. like whatever on Twitter, like it makes for bad poetry on average. Because no one else most people aren't posting anything other than their opinion, which in less than 280 characters is poetry. So the, the, uh, the social commentary, I could, I don't, I could stand less for, I think that needs to be just off Twitter, like completely like it, get rid of Donald Trump's social commentary, get rid of everyone else's social commentary. Life will be a lot easier yeah. and the news will be like lost for a second. Like what do we report on? But they'll I get back know, to things. <laughs> I, I we'll get to like hear the actual news. I feel like that it's like, like deeper than that though like when you look at like what it's done for parts of the world that haven't been so lucky to be like in a democracy like oh, yeah we're having so access to that shit <laughs> yeah exactly like we sit over here and we say that shit like they should regulate twitter and shit it's like yo like people who fucking don't live in a democracy have been able to talk to each other and like how ha- like you're, we're over here yeah. like complaining because we That's have too true. much freedom and we can't handle it. Like <laughs> they can't even have free thought. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're, like, they're just like, 
let's meet up in the streets. Yeah. Like, for the first time, they're able to do that without going door to door and, like, yeah, get exactly. beat up by the cops, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you Google search, you Google search, like, uh, Pamela Anderson as a woman and you get, like, killed <laughs> because she's yeah. wearing no clothes. But it, yeah. you can download Twitter on a burner cell phone and just, like, follow weed instagrams yeah. all day <laughs> Over exactly so you, yeah i get yeah. what you're, i get what you're saying i get what you're saying 100 yeah. percent. i'm it's, an idiot it's bigger it's bigger ETNs than that are sick it's, yeah it's <laughs> i know it's just too easy I, yeah i just hate like i don't know i just feel like Western society ruins ruins things they make well, for some reason well yeah no, so they make like really awesome things and then like other people utilize them better because they need them you know what i mean yeah, we're, we're just, <laughs> I feel like we're just so influenced by American culture. Like, oh, around yeah. the globe, period, the news is kind, of, is kind of influenced. And it's all part of the British um, Manifest Destiny, which, yeah. which and, uh, I, I hope the world's turning against. And we all know China never let them really have it. They just are quiet in the background there. What's that? With Manifest Destiny and... Britain trying to overreach and take over as much of the world, conquer as much as they can. They you lost think China let them happen? No, China just sat there quietly and, like you said, yeah, they we, suck. Like if you if you watch episode one, we talk about the opium. Oh war. yeah, the opium wars. Yeah. No, no they two, lost. Secret history, secret history. Episode one, we just talk about some dumb <laughs> shit. We might have to take that off the internet soon and make you pay to watch it even. <laughs> yeah, probably. Once we're huge and famous. Yeah. But uh, uh probably a lot before that. I don't think we'll ever <laughs> be <huge and> famous. <laughs> yeah. I'll I, unlike Todd, I'll shake everybody's hand even through coronavirus. Yeah. I'll shake your hand for ten. <laughs> Just don't be upset when I sanitize my hand after and uh <laughs> wipe you an alcohol sanitizer before. <laughs> I'll do it for money, you know. Yeah, yeah, 10 bucks. <laughs> 10 bucks to shake my hand. That's coronavirus yeah, link, or no. Link below, donate, <laughs> and tell, tell Todd what homeless person you want him to give lunch to, and he'll do it. Oh, yeah. yeah he'll share a I'll do anything for $10. <laughs> that's, a, that's a deal. Comment down below, $10, I'll do anything. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> send, it, send it at the PayPal link, 10 bucks. Comment down below what Todd to do. We'll put it on the next gram. Or, Sounds good. Or YouTube, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of speaking of China, like they're the OGs of uh, psychedelics. So, oh yeah, I kind of had to talk about them today. We got, we got into the deep into the research with Russia because they're like they're really good, as we mentioned, at getting the documents and the research. They know the facts are important. Yeah, they 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 uh, are like forget about the scientists. We can we can do figure that out elsewhere but then at the same time (laughs) if you listen to william guy Carr, like russia and u.s might be the same entity just behind different shields yeah just with different tactics (laughs) to see what's the best if you're into the bilderberg group or the illuminati which i'm not i kind of i i am into the bilderberg group but i think there's a more of a just a british british monarch kind of thing going there that common yeah. kings and queens then there is like a i i don't think russia and britain are entertaining each other i think there's definitely a cold war constantly going on and yeah. there's one going on right now which definitely involves china and 
Rush is probably I, sitting, taking a back seat and uh, just pumping <clears throat> up their nukes right now and teasing us with space and nukes. And it's a distraction because I, I think I think China might be in its own ecosystem, even just how big it is compared to Russia and China put U.S. put together. I think China is a giant cardboard box. It's like a big red cardboard box. And one day it's going to look like the Balkans. True. But yeah, That's co- what comment down below what, what you think. <laughs> are, we, are we wrong? Like, I need to know this. I need to know if the whole world gets, like, the U.S. feed or if uh, people know what's going on in China at all or if it is just whatever China tells us and what's, yeah. going, what's going on in between. Like, do you, where do you got, where's sure. your guys' source? I mean, we're is just it, making comments. Yeah, is it a yeah. British monarch source? Like, we live in a commonwealth that's directly tied to the U.S., so we, do, we just know what we know. And yeah. I've traveled to Europe, but once. <laughs> I haven't been anywhere yeah. else. And I've only been to, what, three countries? England, France, oh, also uh, Belgium and Holland or Netherlands. What, yeah, whatever you should call it. <laughs> yeah, I've, I, I want to go to so many different places, so uh, buy our merch. <laughs> buy our merch. <laughs> no, we don't make enough money off the merch. Donate. <laughs> yeah, donate to our PayPal. Yeah. And then we'll travel to wherever you want. Yeah, we'll show you cool places of wherever we travel. And uh, if you want us to take psychedelic drugs there or do whatever the hell, send some yeah. extra money and we'll try to figure out our way. Yeah, send some contacts too. We'll do it. <laughs> sense of contact yeah yeah we don't mind getting we don't mind getting set up fbi just make sure uh you send us a lot of money and just follow make sure us when on you, set insta. Us up, you give yeah. us good drugs yeah exactly, exactly. <laughs> follow us on insta subscribe to the youtube set us up we're yeah, all cool, set us up. <laughs> we're all cool. <laughs> as long as we can get money off of the videos from it like uh we're cool with that <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I'm not cool with making any deals I know about though, so you better not fucking tell me. <laughs> <laughs> set me up. <laughs> I'm too dumb to I'm too dumb to agree to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I quickly, um like like we were saying, kind of keep getting off topic here. If if you did listen to the the last uh part we the- did, the bonus episode. That was yeah. kind of the first uh, hour and a bit. We were just rambling on what's been going on the last week. And uh, we're, we're pushing stuff out a week behind just for editing purposes and our own sanity at this point. You need to yeah. buy more stuff, subscribe, follow, so we can quit doing that and give it to you right on time. But yeah. uh, we're going to release that episode with the other one or shortly after give you the heat while it's still in the streets yeah we got uh, lots of episodes in the pipe exactly we got so many ideas we just we just want to give you what we can when we can so if you don't like anything to do with the pod just comment send us some money we'll fix it uh but yeah for china specifically the hallucinogenic kings as far as we know they've been doing it for the longest because um I don't know if you guys have looked into this stuff what at all, but um, I'm literally going by what I can find in Wikipedia and Google and get, sometimes getting to page two or three, but that's going deep for me and I can only read English. So I probably am getting like none of the research, but, <laughs> but uh, 
I was responsible for finding like what the past of China was. So um, what we know is Zhang Hu's Bu Baozi, I messed up, is the earliest record of psilocybin mushroom, laughing mushroom, laughing gym in uh, two, C290. So whatever that is. I, I don't know if that's a Chinese thing or if that's like 290 BC or before or what. So <laughs> you guys tell us. <laughs> so we know we could give you guys better research on China. But anyways, there's a really cool story and a crazy story uh, all wrapped up in one here. So uh, I'm going to kind of read it to you from the Wikipedia page. If you, you can read it yourself too, if you'd like there, they're pretty cool stuff. So the Chinese botanist, academic, and researcher Hugh Lin Lee wrote seminal articles about the history and use of hallucinogenic plants in China. Lee cites a story in Li Zhe Zen's 1596 magnum opus Benko Gangmu as the first discussion about the general use of psychoactive plants. In 1561, after horrific murders in Changli, the Ming Dynasty Zhijing Emperor proclaimed a nationwide edict warning about the dangers of hallucinogens. Lang, so that's a, just one thing to precursor this next story. Lang Dang, Yunqin, Feng Kui, and Red Shun, I don't know how to say that one, Sheng Wu, all can cause hallucinations. I don't know how to say any of those ones, to be honest. I said them all wrong. <laughs> all can cause hallucinations in peoples. <laughs> in the past, this significance has not been fully divulged. Plants of this kind are all toxic, which can obscure the mind, alter one's consciousness, and confuse one's perception of sight and sound. In Tang times, An Lushan, a foreign warlord in the Chinese army service, once enticed Katan, Tribesmen surrendered to his command to drink Langdang wine and buried them alive while they were unconscious. Again, in the second month of the 43rd <laughs> year of the Chichen period, 1567 AD, a wandering monk, Wu Zhu Sing of Xinxi province. So, yeah, kind of weird that story just ends. Like they just buried them alive unconscious. So. <laughs> But in this story, this story gets wild. So Wu Jixing of Xinxi province, who possessed wizardry, arrived at Changli and stopped over at the house of a resident, Chang Shu. Upon finding the latter's wife being very beautiful, he asked the entire, that the entire family sit together at the table with him. Then he was offered a meal. He put some reddish potion in the rice, and after a while, the whole family became unconscious and submitted to his assault. He then blew a magic spell into the ears of Chang Shu, and the latter turned crazy and violent. Chang visualized his entire family as all devils, and thereby killed them all, 16 altogether, without any bloodshed. The local authorities captured Chang Shu and kept him in prison. After 10 days, he spouted out nearly two spitten foods full of phlegm, became conscious, and found out himself that those he killed were his parents, brothers, sister-in-laws, his wife, sons, sisters, and nephews. So <laughs> imagine if the U.S. had this power drug and could yeah. just give it to 
uh, Lee Harvey Oswald or whoever they felt like a berserker. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> Viking type shit. <laughs> Both Chang and Wu were committed to the death sentence. The emperor Shizong proclaimed throughout the country about the case. The particular magic potion must be of the kind of Langdang or similar drugs. When the man was under the spell, he saw everyone else as a devil. It is just very important to find out the remedy that counteracts such a thing. So from that 1977 article. So who knows when that story happened, but even from that day, they were trying to get rid of the side effects uh, of a bad trip. Um, so they knew they knew at that time it seemed like 1561 you could you could bury people unconscious um you could create uh people that would kill their entire families so pretty useful tool for military purposes and it was being used as military purposes so no doubt the USA copied that strategy uh, and it's like like I've always thought I I don't think the US and uh China and have as strong ties as Russia and U.S. might, and Russia and U.S. might be just fronting on the whole Cold War thing to be like, you know, gassing each other up, like, we're going to space yeah. first, we're going to space first, we're building nukes first, we're building nukes first. Meanwhile, China's already doing all this stuff, and we're just copying it. Are we really ahead on the tech boom, or is that just the narrative we're hearing? So let comment down below, let us know for sure. Are they arresting Huey CFO to just say like, don't dare step like tread on our turf, like cartel wars? What's going on there? Kidnapping? Who knows? Hmm. Could be. I mean, I I don't I don't pass anything by anyone so? anymore. I don't know. It's it's potential. Like technically, it is. Like no matter how you slice it, uh, if you decide you don't want their per that person's product sold in there, like you, I think you should just not allow those products to come in anymore. If anyone disagrees with me, let me know why. But I I think they shouldn't get arrested in Canada for just having some sort of trade in Iran sanctioned. Like I think you have a right to a trial. And I think like they should be allowed back to China until that trial happens. Yeah. And whether China punish them punishes them or not, that's up to China. Like we can't decide what other countries do, like as much as we want I, to. Like I don't I agree. Think in we the were new also. World. I think that's pressured. a flex of the new world order, and look what's happened since then. Yeah. Coronavirus came out. Like I'm not saying it is a was a planned thing. I'm just saying like I wouldn't be surprised if that is why. Like, because that's a state-run company that we everyone knows for a fact, and that's why the Hawaii CFO got arrested, but no one's saying that in pandemic or anything like that, or this 5G theory. Yeah. Or, or are they like, maybe they are blaming Hawaii and maybe, maybe there's a connection there. Maybe that's why I'm, I'm speculating. Like I have no, I literally have no idea what I'm saying, but I honestly, <laughs> but I, I honestly do think that that could be considered kidnapping human trafficking. Like, um, yeah, Canada's been known to do it. They gave Mark Emery to the states for selling seeds. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's some crazy shit. Um, probably for another pod, but long down the line, because 
cannabis is as great as it is. Uh, we want to give you guys the, the stuff that is even crazier, mind blowing and uh, life changing. Exactly. Exactly. The, let you know the intelligence, uh, and, uh, let you speculate on the conspiracy theories elsewhere. Cause there's a lot of cool pods for that. And we want to just bring the facts. So the leg, yeah. it's one of the most famous hallucinant drugs from in Chinese herbals for use in medicine. The Caesar supposedly treated by soaking in vinegar, vinegar and milk. Uh, it helps one for a long period, enable one to walk long distances, benefiting to the mind and adding strength. When taken in excess, it causes one to stagger madly. Um, but even at low doses, you can communicate with spirits and seeing devils. <laughs> but this, the seed is extremely poisonous when accidentally taken. It causes delirium and seeing sparks and flashes. Should not be taken raw as it hurts people, causing them to see devils acting madly like picking needles. So some pretty wild military type uh, weapon they, they use there back in, yeah. the, back in the day. So then there's Yun Shi. Uh, we don't know if this was a weapon or not. It was a versatile drug plant in Chinese pharmacopoeia. So used in medicine um, commonly. Uh, flowers could enable one to see spirits and when taken in excess, cause one to stagger madly. If taken over a prolonged period, they produce a somatic levitation and affect communication with spirits. Tai Hong Jing, who edited the official Shanging Taoist Canon, also complied. The flowers that will drive away evil spirits when put in water and burn. The spirits can be summoned and the seeds are, are like Langdang. If burned, spirits can be summoned, but this sorcery method has not been observed. So a bit different. It has not been noted as a hallucinogenic plant in modern works. And in fact, as far as I'm aware, it has not been investigated medicinally or chemically. That's what Li Hu Lin noted, who wrote the Lang Dang stories. So Fang Fu root is used in Chinese medicine. And like pr the previous cat's claw has not been noted as hallucinogenic in modern works. But what it says here, uh, feverish people should not take it because it causes one to be delirious and see spirits. Uh, if taken in excess, makes one become delirious and act somewhat like mad uh, it also says alternatively the psychoactive components of the plant may be deactivated by the cooking process employed in the preparation of the plant in korea where they use it as a leaf vegetable <laughs> and remove the psychoactive <laughs> component <laughs> so that's pretty cool and yeah. then there's a uh, sheng lu it has edible leaves and poisonous roots china's oldest ex extant dictionary uh, gives two names for pokeweed, Shu Tang and Mei Wei. Chinese herbals distinguish two kinds of Sheng Lu, white with white flowers and white root, and red with red flowers and purple root. White root is edible when cooked. Red root's extremely poisonous. Uh, Tao Hanjing Ming Lu Li, I don't know if I said that right. For sure I didn't. Uh, records how Taoists use the red variety by boiling or brewing and bo <laughs> by boiling or brewing and then taken. It can be used for abdominal parasitic worms and for seeing spirits. Again, they love their spirits here. Like, yeah. If you want to see spirits, just go to China and ask for whatever, whatever hallucinogenics they got, whether they're legal or not, you'll see spirits. Uh, it was much used by sorcerers <laughs> in ancient times. I 
I read about uh, <clears throat> when cannabis first came to Europe, it was yeah. brought by uh, Napoleon and uh, became really popular with like wealthy people. There's a, <laughs> there was a society of cannabis smokers. There was, I can't remember the name. It was in French. And that, that was their entire goal was to uh, <laughs> see spirits. <laughs> they nice. apparently spent fortunes. <laughs> there was all these rich Europeans. They spent fortunes on weed, and they just would all sit around. They just get super high, and they just would try and get spirits. Oh, I don't think so... they were ever su- successful though. Yeah, or they I... never said they were. <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, they they were never able to record it because uh, once they were on high enough to see spirits, they couldn't write shit down because they forgot about it, like DMT. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I'll, I'll finish up here and get into the cannabis thing because Chinese culture is along the same line, according to yeah, Wikipedia. Yeah. So we don't know who interpreted this and wrote this. We might be getting... Um, Westerners giving us bullshit. But it seems like it's on a 1970, based on a 1977 article um, for the most part. But yeah, right. the red root itself, what they said, the red kind can be used to summon spirits. It is very poisonous. It can only be used as an external applicant for inflammation. When ingested, it's extremely harmful, causing unceasing bloody stool. It may be face, fatal. It causes one to see spirits. So uh, even though... That, that sounds like some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. If, if you die, you're going to see spirits. <laughs> That's probably yeah. the only thing. But yeah, I, no one wants to fucking shit the shit to death <laughs> there was a <laughs> but i guess was it was a famine it was a famine relief food too cut them up into slices scald then soak wash repeated, throw away the your extract. stomach is literally shit out you, no you throw away the poisonous ph- phytotoxin oh, oh, from okay. the white roots and then just cut it up and eat it with garlic <laughs> oh and then it's not so bad yeah plants with white flowers it said can confer longevity <laughs> so you don't want the red ones period <laughs> so the red ones are the dangerous ones so yeah okay, i don't think I they understand. were eating those i they, understand yeah <laughs> otherwise it's just a fucking root vegetable that i guess i guess oh uh, wait but that's how it would get you high though also yeah obviously they were eating them then if they th- if they thought they, they well, the red you see spirits. is extremely poisonous and it may be fatal but it causes one to see spirits But I Sounds guess like even they the white it. one, even the white one, it says by boiling or brewing, then taking it can be used for abdominal oh, and seeing spirits and seeing spirits. It must be used by sorcerers. Or it was used oh, you have sorcerers. to be a sorcerer? No, it just was used by them. But yeah, for cannabis, it was used for a long time. Cannabis flowers, there was a bunch of different names for a bunch of different cannabises. Like they knew male was the producers and better fibers and females were nice. for the cannabinoids and smoking. That's uh, documented. Uh, this this is a different article from 1973, but the, like there was verbiage for it in the third century BCE, so long time ago. But yeah, th- this is really funny what they say here. I'm just gonna read it. So in uh, C670, Mangjing C670 says people will combine equal parts of raw cannabis flowers, Japanese sweet flag, and wild mandrake, pound them into pills of the size of marbles. And take one facing the sun every day. After 100 days, one can see spirits. <laughs> <laughs> so exactly what you were saying, Tom. But uh, what they also said, yeah. Mei Fen, uh, Tang Zhu, 
Zheng Wei's 1108 Zengli Bankao gives a more complete account on the pharmaceutical uses of cannabis. Mayfin has a spicy taste. It is toxic. It is used for waste diseases and injuries. So they knew it was medical. It clears blood <laughs> and cools temperatures. It relieves fluxes. It undoes rheumatism. It discharges pus. If taken in excess, it produces hallucinations and a staggering gait. <laughs> What's wrong with that, though? Uh, if taken over yeah. a long term, it causes one to communicate with spirits and lightens one's body. <laughs> so I don't know where I don't I don't I th I swear I've taken care of this over a long term, and I have not communicated with any spirits. I mean, like I how much? Are they talking dosage though? Yeah, maybe on the Wiz Khalifa's level, you can communicate with spirits. Because yeah, he does have a I'm, very small body. Like, I've got the small body part, but I don't have the communicate with spirits. Part. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're just not listening. True. That's true. Maybe I'm too busy potting with the headphones on and the spirits are communicating. Yeah. Maybe time. we should try communicating with spirits. Yeah. True. That'll, that'll come up. Should we comment Yo, below and let us know? <laughs> yeah. We'll study up on it. Yeah. See send if we us, can send sorcery us the, this up. Yeah. Send us the money for a Ouija board. <laughs> We'll, yeah. we'll do it. Uh, but yeah, Mantulula. This is another one. It's uh, Jimson weed or Buddhism mandala. Contains highly toxic tropane alkaloids. The drug is used in combination with cannabis and taken with wine as an anesthetic. Did you say Jimson weed? Yeah, Jimson weed. Is that like Deterra? Uh, yeah, Deterra. Exactly, exactly. I know that one. That one's a scary one. I know yeah. people who've done that. What about yeah. it? What oh, just like fucking stories they told were messed up. Just like like days, being high for days and like like seeing things that aren't real and then just like like spirits? I don't know. I'm trying to remember. No, like just like no, just they like whole scenarios. Like yeah, oh. they were <laughs> it was just like, like living you know, in like alternate big, reality like a for a tank. second, eh? Like yeah. salvia, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Exactly. It, like, a like, like a long-term salvia. That's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, it's according like days. to. I wish I could. Yeah. Yeah. No worries. We. Yeah. I understand completely, and anyone who's yeah. on psychedelics would too, because like you can't re-explain this stuff. Yeah. It's like I, salvia it's not for me, days. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's not. <laughs> it's like salvia for days, like which I picture it is. Just imagine that, and here's. Um, a recorded experience according to traditions it is alleged that when the flowers are picked for use with wine while one is laughing the wine will cause one to produce laughing moments when the yeah. flowers are picked while one is dancing the wine will cause one to produce dancing moments i have found that such moments will be produced when one comes half drunk with the wine and someone else laughs or dances to induce these actions <laughs> now, it seems similar to acid almost in that regard <laughs> yeah acid it's, means salvia maybe yeah it only a much long much maybe it takes longer to digest <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah I'll, uh just a couple more to go here mao jang is uh the buttercup it's a poisonous okay. plant with bright yellow flowers so remedies for emergencies among the herbs there is shu lang water lang a plant with rounded leaves which grows along water courses and is eaten by crabs. It's poisonous to man and when eaten by strake, eaten by mistake, 
It produces a manical delirium appearing like a stroke and sometimes with blood spitting. The remedy is to use licorice. <laughs> that sounds crazy. Yeah. Wait, if you eat licorice, you you just like feel better until you die or like? No, I guess you just have licorice, but it also <laughs> you're says. you're just cured. I, I really don't. <laughs> Don't try it at home. <laughs> yeah, that sounds ridiculous. But yeah, let let your friends try it first. Uh, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, they say the whole plant's considered poisonous, and it and it yeah. should only be externally used as med- medicine for irritation and inflammation externally. So externally, oh, it's yeah. good for other stuff. Nice. Exactly. But yeah, the the zaojin, the laughing mushroom, what we were talking about earlier. It's known to Chinese herbalists for centuries before modern botanists identified it as a type of psilocybin mushroom. So uh, nice. So yeah, the the Baozi Zoo or Zhang Zhang Hu's Baozi. I don't know how to fucking say this thing. I'm a fucking retard. But yeah, uh, two thirty two to three hundred. So not I think nice to say you're retarded. After, yeah, I guess not. But but <laughs> I, I'm joking. I'm fucking... not serious. <laughs> Yeah, I'm slow. It's not fair to people that uh, have disabilities to say that word. Uh, it's, okay, their, it's their word, and I'm a disgrace to anyone who has you don't the have right to get frustrated. using it. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry. Just I'm just jealous. I'm just jealous. <laughs> I'm just jealous. <laughs> Yeah, in all the mountains, uh, the (laughs) (laughs) privilege, not a right. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, uh, getting off topic. Yeah, but yeah, in all the mountain commandaries to the south of the Yangtze, there is a fungus which grows throughout the spring and summer on the large trees that have fallen down. It is known as the Jane, chopping block or execution. If one eats it, it is tasty, but suddenly the poison takes effect <laughs> and kills the eater. <laughs> <laughs> That's if one eats sweet gum tree growths, they will induce uncontrollable laughter. If one drinks earth sauce, one will recover. <laughs> earth sauce what is, is earth some sauce? It's some sort of, you take freshly drawn water, <laughs> pour it into a pit, Pit three tried to place where the earth is yellow. <laughs> yeah, stirring the water so as to make it turbid. Yeah. It's either called was, soil sauce or earth sauce. I was reading this article about how yeah. there's some places in the world where people like legit just like bake like mud into a cake. Like they just take a stone and they just like make a pile of mud. You fucking eat mud cakes. That's dope as shit. <laughs> <laughs> I want a mud yeah. cake now. <laughs> Thanks a lot. No, I don't think it's good for you. <laughs> no, probably not. I, mean, uh, I have been high enough where I'd try it. Nah. Save myself. But yeah, I think orange juice yeah. is better. Better alternative. Orange juice? Yeah, I heard that. No, that's way that. worse. It's probably even worse for you. <laughs> yeah, worse than soiled. Um, All that at sugar. least it's chai deep. It's yellow earth. So maybe it's just the yellowness. Yeah, maybe it's the special, special kind of earth. Yeah, vitamin C, heavy in vitamin C. Mm-hmm. But yeah, again in 304, another thing, Nanfeng Kaume Zoing mentioned sweet gum tree growth in a different context. 
the shamans in the southern state of Yu use a magical fangring, sweet gum person. That is a kind of luling, gaily, no, gal, found growing on sweet gum trees. When aged, they develop tumors. Sometimes in a violent thunderstorm, the tree tumor grows suddenly three to five feet in one night. And these are called fangjin. The witches of Yue collect these for witchcraft, saying they have proof of their supernatural quality. So even back then, they had proof of psychedelic drugs, supernatural qualities. <laughs> like I said, with the Lang Dang, uh, Chinese were pros at this research. I can't translate it, so maybe I'll have to learn it and uh, make the podcast a whole lot better. So send us some money for lessons to learn. <laughs> Mandarin and Cantonese. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. Or just like follow and subscribe. You don't have to really send us yeah. money if you tell all of your friends and get nah, to follow and Jason. subscribe. And then buy some merch and we don't need your money. Uh, that's not that's not how you plug okay here's how you do you need to okay. get the ad roll okay todd pay pay send us money to our paypal or i'm gonna shoot myself in the head that's p-a-l dot m-e r-a-p d-r-u-g-s-p-o-d i think the link's below what's that spell Give me uh, some fucking money. I know where you exactly, live. Exactly. <laughs> do, do you want me to kill myself? Send me some money. Do you not want me to kill me? Kill myself? Send me some money. We need this money, yeah. or I'm not gonna make it. Yeah, like or dislike. Just do something. This white privilege is gonna kill me. <laughs> if you keep talking about it. <laughs> And not using it to help anybody. But yeah. Oh, why didn't I not say that the last part? Yeah, for real, if you send us any money, we'll send it to like, we're going to just give it out to like some black homeless guy. Like, yeah. We'll, we'll make sure black we don't people. want any stupid white executives or like yeah. getting any sort of money. Like, we're just going to go. I'll give it out to a homeless guy. I'll put it on video. Send us the damn money. <laughs> Co- comment down below yeah. which, uh, which colored homeless person you, you would prefer <laughs> please, please. We'd, we'd like you to choose but uh we'll decide ultimately but if you can comment down below and decide we, we like that we'll like yeah we'll we like prefer. we'll uh if you choose the right color we'll put a heart around it <laughs> 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 but you're gonna have to wait and find out uh so yeah. comment down below and you will you will uh, as long as you send us some money too <laughs> oh, we're okay. the but yeah anyways yeah. laughing mushroom was sick but in japan um todd's going to talk about japan shortly uh yeah. we're going to come come get a bit closer to the future but in japan both medieval and modern sources record laughing mushrooms. An 11th century story in the Kanjuku Managatarushu describes a group of Buddhist nuns who ate metaki, dancing mushrooms, and began to laugh and dance uncontrollably. It's also known as the warataki, laughing mushroom, which scholars have identified. Uh, I can't read that name. 
or pedagogue Montagil <laughs> or <laughs> banded Montagil and the psilocybin mushroom laughing cap, also called big laughing mushroom. Oh, where we cut the kid. I said that wrong. But yeah, you did a great job, Jay. There's also there's also a study too on early Taoist practitioners searching for the elixir of immortality. Needham and Lou mentioned the possible use of hallucinogenic plants such as Amanita muscaria. Remember the mushroom I talked about uh, in that other pod? Yeah, the history of drugs. Yeah, yeah. the one that's related yeah. to religion and Santa Claus and caribous. Yeah, that yeah, the one. Number one. And yeah classic in history and then yeah. Jin laughing mushrooms so the the common chinese history one based on tang dynasty and song dynasty references they tentatively identify it as uh Penelois or philodia and suggest that properties of at least some psychoactive mushrooms are widely known they predict the further exploration of hallucinogenic fungi and other plants in taoism and in chinese culture in general will be an exciting task so maybe like by elixir to immortality, they mean like just understanding what is um, beyond, but this, it the elixir of immortality actually is just a thing that a lot of people were like looking for. It was in a famous Chinese alchem alchemical book. Uh, there's mercury, sulfur, salt of mercury, arsenic, and like a lot of poisonous stuff, I guess, in there. So it would probably create an insane bad trip berserker style thing. <laughs> but I guess that's what you want when you're like taking over a place and creating a dynasty, right? Yeah. But yeah, you Todd, you, you went you went pretty hard here on this uh this whole Japan China connection that um kind of gets US tapped in after to the World War and maybe Maybe the reason why uh, all of a sudden they start doing MK Ultra studies and what have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be could be a contribution. Um, some people say it started with the Korean War, but yeah, it could be could go as far back as this. But uh, also, even before this, they'd already kind of done the Nuremberg trials, made the deals with the Nazi scientists. I think at least I'm pretty sure that's how World War Two went. It defeated the Germans, and then later the Japanese were dealt with. But um, so uh, what? What? Uh, what? I was looking into though was uh, similar programs to what the Nazis were doing during World War Two, what the Soviets were working on during the Cold War, and Japan had their own program <clears throat> that was really similar. It was a. Uh, it was. You know what unit seven thirty one, and it was like Maruda. Is that it? Yeah, unit seven thirty one. That was the the name of the the complex, or I think actually the military unit was was unit thirty one or seven thirty one. They were just in charge of like uh, biological weapons, like uh, and biological attacks was like their official uh, thing for the military. And their cover story was apparently like uh, a lumber mill, and they would literally call their prisoners logs in Japan Japanese, and they would they would say a, a joke there was uh, how many logs have fallen today. Crazy. But uh, <laughs> the experiments there have, uh, were 
pretty fucking gruesome. Uh, some people have said worse than what the Nazis were doing over <laughs> over there. Um, some of the stuff they were included was like uh, they had uh, high pressure chambers they would put people in um, until their eyes would pop out of their head. Uh, they had uh, centrifuge chambers or something like that, like that would spin really fast until people died. They wanted to one the one of the biggest ones that's super controversial that China brings up a lot. It's something called vivisection, and that's the process of like they wanted to know what kind of effects a deadly disease has on the body before like the person dies you know during the incubation stages what yeah so they would uh and they also didn't want uh the disease being affected by anesthesia so they would infect people you know without them knowing or telling them or they would just keep them you know they're prisoners they would infect people and then like later at different stages like they would infect like maybe like 10 people and then like at different stages they would just start cutting all these people open like without anesthesia and there's like there's people who've gone on record the doctors who go into there like how fucked up this was they do like 10 of these a day and it was uh super super crazy. called vivisection um uh <laughs> vivisection i think so i yeah uh I don't know it, exactly. it should be should be in the Wikipedia page for the nice. If you wanna, if you wanna see how to spell that. Um, nice. But yeah, yeah, the Red Army did a lot of crazy shit, eh? Yeah, they were. I believe the Red Army is Soviets, isn't it? <laughs> or is uh, that no? It's C- just CCP in general. Like, yeah, it's it? Soviets and China, like communists. Oh, well, the, these were Japanese, not. Oh, crazy! This was so. This was in. Manchuria in northeastern so in China? China. Yeah, northeastern okay, China. Japanese. But it was the Japanese cuz I don't know if how much familiar you are with World War II history, but before World War II was happening for a long time, I don't know how long the war was going on beforehand in Asia, but Japan had already invaded Korea, conquered Korea and conquered most of China by the time World War II had started in Europe. So, uh, the early on, they like they're known. I don't, I don't know if you know this, but like Korea, South Korea, well, the entire area of Korea, China, they all kind of really hate Japan or all of those islands too, because they ended up conquering Indonesia, Burma, uh, Vietnam, Laos, like all those places, and they did really gruesome stuff in all these places but this was like the laboratory and it was in northeastern china so this was like one of the first places to conquer they started with korea and then went into manchuria uh and then this is where they set this up and this is where the most fucked up shit was going on manchuria Uh, and so they went so like japan and germany like teamed up to kind of go after uh russia from the other side no I, I actually have been reading a lot about World War II and what was going on in Japan is super like Germany had Hitler and he was like, this is the plan. We're going this way. 
Japan had the emperor and all his advisors, and it was really it was always changing what the plan was and what was going on. What they so Hitler really wanted Japan to attack Soviet Union, but Japan didn't want to do that, and they always wanted to go in a different direction. That's why they never actually did. They at right. one point almost made a deal. They wanted to cut a deal with the Soviet Union and allow them to take over all of the communist parts of China because they were still losing to the communists at the time. And that never went through just because okay. there were also certain Japanese people who wanted to invade the Soviet Union. But that's all. That's all. So, so Japan kind of never had an alliance with Russia, just was in negotiations by they, they, association with Germany. Yeah, they they were always under the understanding like that. Uh, they were first told, like, don't invade the Soviet Union. And Japan felt more secure to go south and invade Britain and France because yep. Germany was invading them in Europe and stuff. And that's like was kind of the, the idea of the alliance there. But, but the tides changed over the course, as we know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as things changed, like Germany started pushing Japan to invade the Soviet Union, but right up to the end of the war, I don't think Japan ever really did that or wanted to do that. They really didn't want to invade the Soviet Union. They were more focused on like uh taking over Alaska and Hawaii and like Australia. That was they they had an obsession about all those kind of areas for some reason. Uh yeah. but anyways, near the end of the war uh, when the Soviets were working with the Allies at this point, and they help, they're helping uh, America invade Japan. Uh, they ended up conquering this area, I think, before the Americans got a chance. And so they, I tried to get access to the files. I don't know if I wrote it down, but they, there was a, a long piece on uh, how how they destroyed all the documents. It's really, really fucked up. They, they, they pretty much uh, shot everyone who was left there that was a prisoner. And then they told everyone who worked there that uh, they had to take this to the grave and they gave them all uh, a cyanide pill for if they got captured. And then none of them, I don't think most of them didn't follow through with it. Most of them just ended up not taking the pill and telling everybody about it years later. yeah yeah and then they blew up the building or they attempted to blow up the building but they built the building so well it didn't actually destroy so it's assumed that the soviets had access to some of the documents then later the americans come in and they actually uh make a deal with the japanese where um they're gonna they're going to allow them um, to go free. Same thing they kind of did with the Nazi scientists. They're going to allow them to go free as long as they share everything that happened. Because at this point, pretty much all the documentation's gone. All that's left is the Japanese scientists that work there. They're the only people that knows what happened in these experiments, what were the results. And they're pretty much saying, like, no, like, screw you. And they have the they uh they want to stay loyal to the japanese government but i i forget who it was i think it was a guy named general macarthur maybe it was someone else 
ended up threatening the scientists with uh, allowing the Soviets to persecute him because some of the prisoners that were used were actually uh, Soviets since Manchuria is right on the border with Russia there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. since, uh, since some of the prisoners were Soviets, they were going to allow them to persecute the Japanese and that, like, I guess, really scared them. So, because uh, gulags were <laughs> are super harsh. Notoriously one of the harshest prisons there are, gulags. Uh, but uh, the... <laughs> The uh, the Japanese uh, some of the Japanese scientists end up do end up getting um, persecuted in Russia. There was first the Tokyo trials, which were conducted by America. So in Germany, when you had the Nuremberg trials, it was a very organized where like Russia was a part of it, and so were all the allies. In Japan, though, it was America controlled kind of what went on there nice. so the tokyo trials since america had this deal with them yeah <laughs> since uh since america had the this deal already with them they just cut them a, a break and russia was kind of okay with this kind of understood the situation was like yeah and then they ended up persecuting as many scientists as they could <laughs> in their own country later uh but they did the Classic. exact same thing the Americans did, cut deals with them for the information. So even though, like, usually in Soviet Union, like, you just get lifetime prison for anything in a gulag, you know what I mean? You just get sentenced forever. Most of these guys ended up getting, like, 15, 25-year sentences instead and uh, made it home in, like, three years. Like, <laughs> nice. Except for one guy who uh, killed himself in his uh, cell. So probably just was the only dude who wouldn't give up. Yeah. The information, yeah. right? And uh or 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 he uh got killed like Epstein. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then and gave up after, the information. <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards both the United States and Russia blatantly let these people go and then accused each other of letting these people go. And then uh denied that they did it, you know. It was of the course. exact same thing. Both ends. Yeah. Classic. 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 So yeah, that was the Japanese trials. Pretty fucked up. I mean, a lot of the stuff Japanese did during World War Two was pretty messed up. They've since changed a lot. Yeah, but I honestly can like for whatever they did to Pearl Harbor's crazy too, but I honestly can't blame them for how they were treated elsewhere, like at least in our country in internment camps and stuff. Like that's just, yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, yeah. No, I know. And the nukes they they were hit with too. Like yeah, I know. R.I.P. They, they they fucking uh <laughs> they uh yeah they definitely they definitely had to feel some pain for all that shit they yeah went there. But that yeah, they, and they got duped by like every side. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, exactly. Fun. But yeah, <laughs> um, be, be, did you already mention like the Chinese and the Maoist government and what you read on that? Uh, not really at all. No. True. Um, how the brainwash, how that was all come up with or came. Yeah. To be. So <laughs> the word, the word brainwash. So is it originated from, well, there's a Confucius word, I guess that was, uh, 
just meant wash brain. It's a, it's a Chinese word. And it was like a play on uh, um, a word that m- meant to like wash your hands during a ritual. Yeah. I don't know. Washing your Chinese heart, languages. Washing your mind too. Yeah, that kind of thing. And so it was used for, during the Mao period for when the, uh, they were trying to convince people to become like communists. Yeah. And I think it seems to be a lot of the motivation for at least Russia and China for mind control or brainwashing or whatever it was to just get people to uh, want to be communists or socialists. Because for a long time, the idea has been that you can't have communism or socialism without the people's support, without everybody supporting it and wanting to be a part of it. So they always just wanted to force anyone who wouldn't or didn't want to, to change their mind. So Mao's, uh, the ways he went about it were started to be called brainwashing or in Chinese to wash the brain. Uh, and then the first time it was used in English was uh, actually a strange story. It's, it, it was by a- uh, no, Can you hold for a sec on that thought? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so the uh, the first person to use the 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 word brainwashing in America was uh, it's actually a strange story. It was a guy named um, Edward Hunter. He uh, he was a reporter, and he was reporting on the Korean War, I believe. Yeah. It was the POWs that were captured by the uh, Chinese. Apparently, some of them, so are POWs, I guess I should explain, uh, prisoners of war, if you didn't know. And the Korean War being the, you know, the fission that broke uh, North and South Korea um, post-World War II. Um, the, so, yeah, the POWs that were captured then, that were caught by the Chinese, were apparently, some of them had actually, like, started to help the Chinese after they had been captured and defected into China. They actually defected, like became Chinese citizens. And so then this Edward Norton guy started to claim that China must have brainwashing. And some people have- Edward Hunter. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, Edward Hunter. Yeah, yeah. Some people have uh, tried to say that this is the the start of like MKUltra. This is how the CIA got interested. But what it seems like I think is more likely, the other scenario that has been suggested is that this was uh, the, how they got the funding. Because me and you know that the guy who, I think Sidney Gottlieb was his name, was already yeah, doing yeah. peyote studies previous to this. Yeah, exactly. And then, then what happens is, so Edward, Edward Hunter, he does this story on how China has the brainwashing. Then the CIA is like, well, we need a response. They have brainwashing. And then they also, get this, they also try to uh, cover up the human experiments that, I don't know if it was Sidney Gottlieb doing them or if it was other, maybe it was just the U.S. military in general. The U.S. Army, I, I don't know the other experiments. The one I do know they were doing was uh, radiation tests from nuclear bombs post-World War II Crazy. to see what, they were testing it on uh U.S. citizen or U.S. Army soldiers, I believe, or U.S. Army POWs that were captured by the Chinese or something like that, and they they were trying to convince 
they had been tested on by the American government. And they were trying to convince them that they had been brainwashed by the Chinese to believe that they had been tested on by the American government. <laughs> yeah, so crazy. And that Edward Hunter guy was supposedly a CIA agent, CIA that, agent posing as a journalist too. That's the other sketchy thing. Like how, yeah. how much of the story is like just all made up just so they could fund this program that they already had predetermined, that they had already started on. I, they'd already been doing in the Philippines and in Japan and <laughs> yeah. learned from the Nazis, from the Japanese. Like it's, it's crazy how, when you see how far back this goes. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, at the same time, like you're saying, the brainwashing kind of becomes a little more mainstream and you start to um, like Elaine Baker and James Richardson start to be aware of it around religious movements and cults, yeah. even though well, Scientology has gone on for, I don't know if it already started or has gone on for a bit at this point. I'd have to look up see, and, into that. Some of the some of the names they put there were like the Moonies. Uh, yeah, were were cri critics of uh, the brainwashing. Apparently, there's a lot of people in the uh, psych psychiatric community. I think more during the 1980s. I think now it's it's kind of like considered that brainwashing or at least like uh, coercion is is definitely real and people are susceptible to it if they don't understand it but uh yeah couple, during like a couple sociologists that are just as dumb as us david bromley and anson shoop consider the ideas that cults and brainwashing cults are brainwashing american youth to be implausible but you if you i guess if you don't consider religion a cult you're right like, yeah Jehovah's witnesses definitely um <laughs> not brainwashing they use tactics that would be considered brainwashing yeah some some people <laughs> for one say. example for one example yeah yeah um but also if you think that's a cult yeah or religion yeah, up to you yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah too, yes. but yeah, uh exactly another another thing people have brought up is that uh um that these techniques are really effective at uh recruiting maybe but not like uh keeping someone like that's oftentimes why you have a call has like a mass suicide i would think is like you, you can you can easily There's an end date <laughs> yeah you can easily capture someone and like control their like when you brainwash someone you have to actually control their sleep patterns what they eat what they do during the entire day you can do that torture. but like how long can you do that yeah. it's not just torture it's like sleep deprivation so maybe we'll go into a little bit i i wrote down there's a couple things that the chinese government because they've continued this brainwashing or coercion that mao started at the beginning of communism they're still doing this to this day we'll talk about that in a second but what the the techniques that you use are i guess you first you you kind of just break someone down where you want to uh you, you want to you want them you want to make them feel bad about themselves yeah or whatever they believe whatever increase whatever you don't want them to believe increase yeah. discipline and punishment of behavioral violations so and like, then you want to make just them make up behavior stuff if yeah they're not doing anything wrong but you don't allow them to escape you make them repent and confess confess like you're saying there yeah and you, you make them like just do yeah you make them admit that they were wrong to think what they were thinking before and that other people who think that way are also wrong you make them say that out loud just really fucking weird crazy shit yeah. that you would think of 
Yeah. Um, Religious cult, cultic stuff. It's the state and, uh, of the religion. <laughs> so these, these techniques are still used to this day. Uh, really controversial issue going on right now in China is the, the U- Uyghur population. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that it, right. I, I don't have it. The Ubei, is that what you're saying? The Hubei? It's 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 like a U I G H E R oh, I think is how you spell I don't, it. Yeah, I don't even know how to say it. I'm I might not have put anything down in the notes. They are uh they're a Western um they're what in they live in the portion of China that's in the western portion north of like Tibet, uh yeah, near yeah. Turkmenistan and uh like Kazakhstan area, those those type of countries. Uh they're the people that live there are much more related to them and are really far away from Beijing, aren't really related that much to Han China. China's, I think, commonly invaded the area throughout the years and different imperial empires have owned the land, but they aren't, they don't consider themselves Han Chinese. And because China wants to have such a good grip on them, they, uh, They've been trying to, um, first, what they did was they tried to get Chinese people to move there more, which was really effective. They uh, have, they've increased the population from like 6% Chinese or Han Han Chinese to uh, like 50%. And they've also made it so that all the local Uyghur or Uyghur, I can't, I don't know how to pronounce them. They, uh, the local people, They've lost all the high-paying jobs now. Now all the Han Chinese, they have 60% more higher-paying jobs, I guess. And then all of a sudden you started seeing the cultural clashes where they clearly the government was coming down on them uh, and the local people. And uh, as this was leading up, the people... uh, the people um, didn't really, it wasn't known outside of China that uh, these camps were being set up, yeah. the internment camps. And what ended up happening was after a couple of weeks, I guess, American journalists uh, who knew how to read Chinese, speak Chinese, they started just searching the internet because it's easier in America than it would be in China to look for any, anything they could find. And apparently there was, they found documents. Uh, from the Chinese government about these camps and how they're basically just forcing people to live there, forcing people to um, learn Chinese and accept Chinese culture. These people are also, uh, believe Muslim. They, they, uh, so they're also forcing them to abandon that religion and become, I don't know, I think, China's communists, so they would want them to be secular or, or not religious Probably. at all. I don't even know. But, uh, Seem to be fine with Christianity. I don't know. Weird. Oh, uh, another another interesting point is the fact that uh, because America's always claimed that they do things in the name of terrorism, China says that they have to control the Uyghur population because they're a terrorist organization. Wow. So that's why they have to set up these camps. Interesting. They have had at separate times their own separate governments for like maybe a year or two. 
uh, in between the Communist Party taking over and World War Two and stuff. But uh, yeah, they they probably would want to be an independent country. And China China's already notorious for like being a like a state controlled place. And apparently, it's even worse there. Apparently, like like just when you, it's like almost living the whole city, like area is like living in a prison. When you're going to and from work, even if you don't live in an internment camp, like you have to turn over your phone to the police and they just search through your phone to make sure you don't say anything to anybody bad about what's going on. Like, yeah, that's crazy. It might as well be a prison. <laughs> yeah, the entire province is a prison. It's, it's insane. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure where I was going with this. Tough to keep Did I cover all the... No, but yeah, that was that's true. They're even using brainwashing up to this day by controlling the people. But yeah, uh, and yeah, like to get back to the the psychedelic drugs, there they they're not. I don't know how much they're really pushing on the the drug side, but they're definitely um, one of the bigger biggest producers of synthetics and uh, precursors, raw materials See? for all drugs worldwide, like especially fentanyl, um, and they've been dealing with a lot of money laundering through a lot of different countries. Like, uh, I don't know if you guys have kept up with any of the news out of Vancouver, but there's lots of um, documented loan sharking, money laundering through casinos out of Vancouver. That's documented. There's also a lot of property money laundering through numbered companies and second mortgages. That's highly documented in uh, both Toronto and Vancouver, but it's kind of ignored and swept under the rug. But uh, I guess government likes the systems because they need to launder their money too. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein, sex, sex trafficking, other type stuff, uh, CIA ops. Yeah. All that type of stuff we want to talk more <laughs> oh, about. And, and uh, it, it's crazy. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard not to talk about uh, like Jeffrey Epstein and all this other stuff when we're talking about research because he had such an influence on it by like all the money he's put through Harvard and uh, institutions like that and the connections with scientists. And that's, that's a big reason why we kind of had to go over like uh, Russia and China and like we may have to go deeper on into Germany and Nazi scientist experiments, uh, even though we really don't want to promote Nazism with how crazy, um, People can be thinking all of the stuff William Guy Carr says is right, not just some of it. <laughs> <laughs> Even if it is, you can't blame everyone. Like it's it's like Christianity. Are like, are you gonna blame every single person for what one uh, Catholic one Catholic priest did to one boy? Like, yeah. Like I don't I don't like that shit. I don't agree with it, but I'm not gonna blame QAnon folks for thinking Jesus is their savior. Like. <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that's some crazy stuff. But yeah, definitely like uh, China's big on producing China. the worldwide drug flow, and they yeah. actually give su government subsidies to a lot of these companies to export precursors yeah. around the globe. Very disturbing. Yeah, but yeah, we do want to get into uh, like the brainwashing tactics that people used and how the. MK Ultra program kind of released it on mass. Like um, Charles Manson is a great example of that. Some of the control and influence they had over that. 
uh, as well as like we were talking about before the honey trap and stuff, midnight operation, midnight climax yeah. that also <laughs> ran by the same kind of folks. I, or if not the exact same folks that did the Charles Manson stuff. Yeah. Charles Manson seems, uh, was one of the first legal cases where people actually used brainwashing as like a defense. And then afterwards where in his case, it almost seems like it was probably true. Later, it seems a bunch of people also used it as a defense. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> that was just like a claim after, you know, I was brainwashed. Yeah. Once they set a precedence, they, exactly. you can use it. Doesn't mean the judge will agree, but if you got a convincing yeah. argument, they can't say uh, beyond a reasonable doubt. <laughs> yeah. Might be beyond lucky. reasonable doubt. Yeah. No, I right. think it's the other way, Jay. I think they have to prove. Yeah, you weren't brainwashed. True, true. You weren't brainwashed beyond unreasonable doubt. I think it's just if you're guilty, but yeah, if maybe the jury will. Yeah, say, I don't. It's up to the. I don't jury. know. I'm not a lawyer. Yeah, it's yeah, same exactly. Just, <laughs> we're we're basing all this on advice. TV shows. Let's be this real. Is, this is not legal <laughs> advice by any means. Neither of us have been in a courtroom. Yeah, exactly. Well, I have I watched, like traffic court. Uh, oh, oh yeah, me too. That nice. was fun. Oh wait, no, I skipped that. I was nice. supposed to go. My friends went though. Convenient. <laughs> oh, not traffic court. That was uh something else. Jail. Oh yeah. That was prison. That was prison. That was prison. Yeah. Exactly. Not everything we were we were supposed to cover on chi- China and Japan. I think so. I think or so. Like, yeah, I, I think, think there's a lot more we could about. cover. If you want us to cover more, let us know below. Yeah, definitely. But, for what we wanted to do but like uh like we're gonna get more into like intelligence stuff yeah yeah we wanted to mostly do the reflection of all the other governments and their programs and what we know about them we're gonna go deep though into the mk ultra like we're gonna talk more about what cindy gottlieb i think it was cindy gottlieb or whoever it was from mk ultra you got it what they were doing in asia and what they were working on and we're yeah. going to get right into his life and who he was. I'm going to find yeah. out this guy, where yeah. he lived. So, yeah, we wanted to give you the background <laughs> of, of uh, the whole MK Ultra movement. We may have to give you some more info on Britain and Germany before we get into it. We might just get into it and give you that info later. We'll see uh, where yeah. the research we do takes us. But this last week, uh, I did see uh, some articles, and, and it's kind of crazy this um, news was published May 23rd, so a lot of news came out that week, so it was easy to get missed, but it was published in Neuropsychopharmacology. Uh, me, myself, by. <laughs> so they, they think there are artistic here. Uh, regional alter, just like us, we're dumb. Uh, regional alterations <laughs> and the experience of ego dissolution with psilocybin. So a bunch of smart-ass folks wrote this, though. Nice. So yeah, abstract. I'm just going to read the abstract. You can get deep into the article on nature.com. Mm-hmm. There is a growing interest in the therapeutic utility of psychedelic substances, substances like psilocybin for disorders characterized by distortions of the self experience like depression. Accumulating preclinical evidence emphasizes the role of the glutamate system in the acute action of the drug on brain and behavior. However, this has never been tested in humans. Following a double-blind, placebo-controlled parallel group design, we utilize an ultra-high-field, multimodal brain imaging approach and demonstrated that psilocybin, 0.17 milligrams per kilogram, induced 
region-dependent alterations in glutamate, which predicted distortions in the subjective experience of oneself in parentheses ego dissolution. Whereas higher levels of medial prefrontal cortical glutamate were associated with negatively experienced ego dissolution, lower levels in hypocampal glutamate were associated with positively experienced ego dissolution. Such findings provide further insights into the underlying neurobiological mechanisms of the psychedelic, as well as the baseline state. Importantly, they may also provide a neurochemical basis for therapeutic effects as witnessed in ongoing clinical trials. So from that, it seems like they have isolated where the action in the brain is that gives you a good ego dissolution trip or a bad ego dissolution trip. Who knows if that means good trip or bad trip altogether, but it seems like we spoke about before. They're, they're, they're really working hard to try and narrow down that side effect thing. And this, this proves to me they're not trying to get rid of the good side effects, just the bad ones, or shows me that. Hopefully, um, I, I, all this is not going to be open source. It's probably going to end up being pharmaceutical drugs that are patented and only available for a while. But like, if it is, hopefully it's uh, available recreational very, very quickly or the medical is easily accessible. Um, but like, like I've said before, we saw this with marijuana. It's, it takes a long time for these things to happen. And it, the uh, recreational and medical might not be widely accessible until after the patents run out, but it's a great step forward. Great to see they they're getting closer to figuring out that awesome uh, ego death thing, that thing we need every once in a while. And the reason why uh, you take a handful of mushrooms instead of just a little 0. 0.5. <laughs> Never. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't waste your time. Uh, save your mushrooms and add them to the next pile. <laughs> like, although we'll we'll probably get into the benefits of microdosing eventually too once that research comes back up to the forefront yeah. again there's lots of uh trials ongoing and cool apps to download if you are microdosing or uh if you do have cool microdosing stories or facts like comment down below send us an email send us a text give us a call uh rate us five stars and then tell us your comment like <laughs> we we pref we'd like a five star rating, but we're open to the shit to the shitty feedback, the criticism. We we want to improve. We want to get better for you guys, uh, especially with your help. If you send some cash, Ola, and tell us what to do, we'll do it as long as it uh, isn't human sacrifice. Uh, unless you say you're the Illuminati, <laughs> like, that's the only way to prove you're legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you got to send some big cash up for that. Yeah. <laughs> no promises. Yeah, sure. No promises. We're doing anything. But if you send us some money and it's something reasonable, uh, it'll be... It will I be will definitely do yeah. it. We might... We'll donate as much as we can to charity. Some of the money will be going to funding your whatever idea you have. And uh, if we don't like your dumbass idea, we'll just... Uh, we'll like maybe Feed match some uh, homeless people yeah oh, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly. We'll, we'll pick we'll pick the homeless whatever color below wins we'll pick that homeless person for uh feeding and maybe just yeah. get some cashola although for i don't know feeding? if you could even use cash anymore 
<laughs> yeah, we're yeah we're we're gonna just give him some cash and let him get some food. I don't think we can give him food in this COVID. No, I figured we would get like a t-shirt cannon. We just like fire it. Like, <laughs> <That would> be- <laughs> <laughs> like uh, maybe if it's like a just a regular ass dude, not a homeless guy. That's rude. We'll give him a oh. subway gift card. Oh, we'll let him shoot the cannon at someone, and then we'll give him some McDonald's <laughs> and subway and gift cards or. If you want it to be bear of bread or something that's good for you, send us some more fucking money, dummies. Dummies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Exactly. But yeah, freaking China's China's wild. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty great history. Um, I don't trust the government, so I can't imagine living there. And I hope uh, everyone who is there is doing fine. With uh, yeah everything that's COVID. going on in the being a yeah ground zero for Disease. for covid for covizzle for shizzle yeah but yeah just be thankful uh if if you're if you're not in hong kong uh or not in us that there's no protests going on right now yeah that we know about anyways who knows maybe there's a lot going on they're just yeah. keeping, keeping it under wraps they're just not telling us man canada's falling apart yeah quebec's yeah. already seceded they haven't told us <laughs> yeah right <laughs> uh, that would be cool though i'm trapped on the other who side needs him? who needs them <laughs> yeah, yeah Fuck exactly em. exactly but yeah we'll uh we'll, ca- we'll catch up on all the different different topics we want to cover maybe go deeper on william guy Carr and where the the whole illuminati russia usa connection uh, background came from pretty mm-hmm. cool it seems like more and more of that information keeps coming online on the internet every day or uh, at least get, keeps getting organized better on the internet easier to find so yeah when i was when i was uh in the dorm room back in the day just searching <laughs> whatever i could find on the internet you couldn't find nothing on the illuminati yeah but uh you could find a lot of dumb stuff on uh, how to make a grow up so I, I just watch tons of YouTube videos on just like build your own grow up. Making grow ups. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. It was it's legalized now. Had some fun testing out those skills. But uh yeah, if it's not legal in your area, like we'll be coming soon with the overgrow if you if you just subscribe and follow on IG. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, or message us some crazy cool stuff on Instagram. We want to hear your stories there too. DM us. DM us. What What's up? What up with it? Uh, when this COVID shit's over, or if they already cut it loose, and you want us in your city, let us know. We'd love to go visit Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Wherever we're coming, we're coming soon. Uh, university tour plan twenty twenty five. Whenever they let kids back into school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if it's any sooner, we'll uh, adjust the plans accordingly. <laughs> but yeah, right Todd, on. you got anything else you want to hear from the people or uh, let the people hear? Nah. Thanks. Thanks, people, for coming. Oh, I like man. the people. I appreciate the people. Yeah, exactly. We try not to manipulate the crowd, we want them to manipulate us. Uh, and yeah, we'll keep getting better together each week. Whether that's taking psilocybin and doing the therapy or just uh, taking the rap drugs pod. <laughs> to a whole nother level. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully a bit of both. Oh, yeah. Right. Peace, fam.